0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1018, an excerpt from the book titled Love Factually, 10 Proven Steps from I Wish to I Do by Dr. Duana Welch. Hello, everybody. You are host and narrator Greg Audino here, ready to bring more content to you that is all about improving the many relationships in your life. And today, we're going to be turning to another great book excerpt This time it's on behalf of author Dr. Duana Welch and her book, Love Factually, 10 Proven Steps from I Wish to I Do, which is now available for sale in multiple different languages. More about Duana and the book after we read the excerpt, though, so stick around for that. And for now, we will jump right in and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book titled, Love Factually. 10 Proven Steps from I Wish to I Do by Dr. Duana Welch I'm into sports, Carlos explained. Cycling, running, weightlifting, and I'm vegetarian. It's very important to me. I tried dating for a while at a website for vegetarians, but I didn't find anyone I really clicked with. Could he imagine a life with someone who occasionally eats meat and views daily hikes as the apex of physical exertion? No. I need someone like me. The problem? We were on a date. And folks, compared to him, I'm a sloth with a yen for the occasional burger. That doesn't make either of us wrong, but we weren't right together. How picky is too picky? What's reasonable to want, to expect even? How do you know when your standards are realistic and just right? For my students and clients, and yes, for me too, the search starts with a list. Making your list and checking it twice. Traits for a mate. This is perhaps the most important thing I do with clients, and most of the steps in your own search depend on it. Before we go any further, let's make your list. Here are the steps you'll take. First, make a list that describes your ideal mate. Don't hold back. Put everything on there and make it detailed. Put in the stuff about how your ideal mate loves backgammon and sumo wrestling thinks you're hilarious but takes you seriously, wants or doesn't want two and a half kids, holds or hates particular religious and political views, etc. If strangers saw your list, would they know precisely what you were looking for? That's the level of detail you need. My list went on for over three pages, single-spaced. But it didn't start that way. I built it over time. As much as you can, put your list in positive language of what you do want rather than negative language of what you don't want. The brain needs to know what to seek out rather than what to avoid. It dwells on ideas you present and unconsciously works on finding those ideas. So if you present it with what you don't want, it searches for that. Also, a positive frame of mind makes you much more desirable yourself as opposed to people with a chip on their shoulder. Reading your list should make you feel good Because the person you're describing and anticipating is good for you. Second, reorder your list into two categories must haves and wants. The must haves are just that the qualities a partner would absolutely have to have, or else you could not marry or commit to them. The litmus test to include something as a must have is this ask yourself if you met someone who was otherwise perfect but lacked this one thing. Would the relationship fail? If so, it's truly a deal-breaker and something you should not compromise on. Your list should reflect what you need, whether or not someone else would agree. Carlos's list should include vegetarian and athletic, but mine didn't mention either of those things. The key is to be honest about where the lines are drawn for you, so that you can adhere to your must-haves even when it's tempting to turn a blind eye to a deal-breaker. The wants are also specific to you. Wants are all of the qualities you'd like in an ideal mate, but could compromise on if you were otherwise happy, such as willing to move to Greenland or hates golf. Third, keep the list where you can periodically read and revise it. Online is perfect, because you can revisit your list anytime to keep true to your must-haves, and you can make edits easily. Every time you think of something new, add it to the list. Every time you go out with someone or break up with someone, it will prompt you to think of more items to add. Sometimes we know what we do want by experiencing what we don't want. Put that on your list too, but phrase it as a positive, not a negative. One man wrote me about his girlfriend, quote, either I work too much and don't spend enough time with her, or I work too little and there's not enough money for everything she wants, end quote. If they break up, he needs to avoid adding a negatively phrased item to his list like not greedy or not impossible to please. Instead, word the trait positively, is satisfied with the time and money I can give, would work. Ideally, your list has a lot more optional desirables than mandatory deal breakers. The more rigid you are in your must-haves, the more people you might need to meet, and the longer it might take to find the one for you. I've had clients who couldn't compromise on finding someone Jewish, for example, and Carlos was losing hope of ever finding his athletic vegetarian. I can't advise them, or you, to back away from a trait that is core to what you need. But if that trait is a a needle-in-a-haystack thing, you need to go where the haystacks are and take along your metal detector. How can you tell if your standards are too low, too high, or just right? Have you been told you're too picky? Those were the words that launched a thousand chocolate bar wrappers when I was searching. I even read a book that advised people to marry anyone who met half their standards. Never mind that advice like this is a divorce attorney's dream and runs against all the relationship science on compatibility. So, let's figure out whether your standards are right and reasonable for you. Put a check next to every item that describes you. Go back through your entire list and make a mark next to every trait that also applies to you. If you put likes golden retrievers and you like golden retrievers, that's a check. If you wrote is a science nerd and you are a science nerd, that's another check. Seriously, if you're anything like the hundreds of people I've done this exercise with over the years, almost everything on your list has a check next to it. And that's a good thing. It means you have excellent, not too high, not too low, just right, standards. Those are the standards to stick with, because in study after study, the happiest dating, engaged, and married unions are made between equals, people who are a great match in almost every regard. People tend to be happiest with someone like themselves in looks, intelligence, education, social and economic background, hobbies, interests, core values, goals, Lifestyles and more. Birds of a feather flock together. For instance, Dr. John Gottman studied long-time couples across decades in a quest to learn what makes for happiness. One leading possibility, of course, was the old saw that opposites attract. But in reality, the scientific truth turned out to be the opposite of opposites attract. In fact, doctors John and Julie Schwartz Gottman ended up making a list of common things couples fight over. And everything on the list began with the word differences. They found that permanent relationship problems were most often caused by the way partners handle differences in personality and lifestyle needs, things your list can address. That said, you'll never get a 100% match on your list. That may be why the opposites attract myth persists. No matter how similar our mate, we eventually notice the inevitable differences. But that's okay. You just need to match in many ways, not all. Upshot? Your ideal is someone like you in all of the most important ways, in some of the less important ways. You're just asking for what you yourself are offering, after all. If you can give it, someone else can too. That's entirely reasonable and realistic, and it is very likely to make you and your partner happy. No, you won't find someone perfect, but with science and a plan, you can find someone who is perfect for you. You just listened to an excerpt from the book titled Love Factually, 10 Proven Steps from I Wish to I Do by Dr. Duena Welch. And a really, really crucial excerpt today, thanks to Dr. Duena. A bit more about her, she is the original Love Factually author and coach known for using social science to solve real-life relationship issues. She has taught at universities in Florida, California, and Texas across 20 years, and contributed to NPR, PBS, Psychology Today, and numerous other outlets, podcasts, and videos. Her first book, Love Factually, 10 Proven Steps from I Wish to I Do that we just read from, is now out globally in five languages, in audio, e, and paperback, with seven Love Factually titles now out in the series. All of Duane's books rely on science rather than opinion to help men and women find and keep the right partner. And her client practice is global via Zoom and other technologies. And while she shared a real golden nugget about negotiables and non-negotiables in dating today, let's not forget that this same logic can be turned on many areas of life that are important and offer us a lot of options. A job would be one. A place to live would be another. It's always useful to make these lists that really lay out our preferences versus our needs so we can hold our values true to us, know what to look out for, and make sure we're making the right sacrifices, because there will have to be some no matter what. So consider the principles of this episode for any troublesome decision you have in front of you, and see where it takes you in terms of your ability to control the situation and choose the right sacrifice. And best of luck with that, everyone, as we end this episode today. Really appreciate you being here with me yet again and helping me to support Dwayne's book. If you want to learn more about it or purchase it, there is a link in this episode's description for you to follow. But other than that, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of ORD. That's where your optimal life awaits.